Good morning and welcome to the fourth episode of the Social Collectives podcast. We are super excited. We've got Debbie Alexander here from Spark, especially adapted resource clubs. And she is a wealth of knowledge, possibly the most interesting woman on the planet. Literally, as we were walking in, I said, I saw a license plate that had a bronze heart symbol on it. And I said, oh, is that your husband's bronze star? Because her husband, Bill, is also the most interesting man on the planet. Mm -hmm. But Debbie said, no, that's not Bill's. But my father actually has a bronze star, a couple silver stars, and some purple hearts. So I want to go ahead and introduce Debbie Alexander. Debbie, tell us a little bit about yourself. Hey, good morning. So I'm the proud executive director of Specially Adapted Resource Clubs, or SPARC. We were founded in 2006, and our founder retired a year and a half ago, so I took over then, and SPARC has been the biggest blessing after my children in my life. It's truly a remarkable organization. You're amazing. So do you want to tell us a little bit about SPARC and what you guys do and why you chose to get involved with that? I would love to. So SPARC provides day programs for adults with profound disabilities. We work in partnership with Arlington and Fairfax County, and we are part of the social safety net. There is a huge gap throughout the country for our population. Roughly about 30% of adults have disabilities And thankfully, only about 1% are profoundly disabled, which means our guys cannot work. And one of the challenges that they face is that the options available for them are Medicaid providers. And while those institutions are phenomenal, they're focused on workforce. And so if our guys go to a Medicaid provider, it's a challenge because In order to have a truly engaging day, they need one-to-one support. And at a Medicaid provider, it's it's ratio-based. So that means there's one caregiver to a minimum of four people. So what does that day look like? It means that, yes, they're picked up with funded transportation. They come to the institution. But then if one person is charged with caring with four people with those challenges... All they have time to do is keep them clean, fed, their diapers changed. There's no time for that kind of rich engagement. And what does every person want? They want to live their best life, right? And that's what Spark offers. They come to our community centers. We're in four community centers and a church throughout Northern Virginia with their personal support attendant, and they have a full, rich, engaging day filled with leisure learning, friendship. They're in the community. They're not excluded. Each community center has different amenities. For example, at Providence, there's a state-of-the-art sensory room. So our guys who are on the spectrum love to go in there. And it's managed by a recreational therapist, so they're really getting the best experience possible. At Arlington Mill Community Center, they provide a therapeutic art instructor. So we have amazing instruction there. We're right on the WNO trail. We do beautiful mindfulness walks. We've also started implementing intergenerational activities. 
there's a seniors group oh, I love that, that fell in love with our Zumba and they knocked on the door and they said, can we join you? <laughs> oh my God. And we were like, come on in. You know, Zumba is really big at Spark. Well, that's progressed to now they come in, you know, on a regular basis and do arts and crafts with their guys, games. And, you know, we all have grandparents in our life, right? That kind of give and take and learning and conversation is really, really just a blessing. Just makes sense. Yeah, it does. At Providence on Fridays, there's intergenerational Zumba. And there's another classroom with a folding door in between the two spaces next to us. And in the mornings, there's a seniors exercise, chair exercise class. Oh, wow. And they invite our guys to roll on over. Because you know? <laughs> many of our guys are obviously in wheelchairs and uh, participate. It's so awesome. um, last time we met, we were talking and you were talking about the founder and how someone had slipped her a note. And I remember Lisa and I looking at each other, getting super emotional, um, just thinking about how that would feel. So I would love if you could share that. Happy to share that story. Our founder, Donna Goldbranson, is a remarkable woman. I'm starting to tear up just thinking about her. So she was an Air Force wife, and when they moved here, uh, what is now known as the Long-Term Care Coordinating Council of Fairfax County invited parents and self-advocates, which is what we call our participants, Mm -hmm. to go on a tour of what was available in Fairfax County. And she went to um, the Northern Virginia Training Center, which is no longer open, and she met Ellen. And Ellen handed her this little piece of paper. She unfolded, and it said, please help me. Oh, my God. When Donna saw the future for her daughter, she said, this is not happening. So she and another mom who was with Fairfax County Therapeutic Recreation founded Spark. At Reston Southgate Community Center, Supervisor Kathy Hudgens was a huge part of making that happen. And from that little beginning at Southgate, where we still operate every Tuesday and Thursday, she expanded to McLean, Arlington, and Providence. And then one of our board members, Mary Berger, gave us the opportunity to also use the space at the Church of the Good Shepherd. So that's what we're about, is making sure that our guys don't graduate to the couch, because that's what happens in every county across the country. And I just have to say this. The emperor is wearing no clothes. We try. I mean, Fairfax County, Arlington County, Loudoun County are three of the wealthiest counties Mm -hmm. in the United States of America. And... We do a lot of good for people with disabilities, but let me tell you, it's nowhere near enough. It Mm -hmm. is nowhere near enough. Nobody, Justin, who's in my program, do you know what he told me? He goes, when I turned 22 and I aged out of school, I aged out of life. Oh, my gosh. Think about that. That is what the future for folks who are profoundly disabled face everywhere. There's this amazing consultant that I met through LinkedIn who, um, Eric Jorgensen, he is a consultant in every state in the country, and we talk about it all the time. I had coffee with Ricky Epstein, the outgoing CEO of the ARC of Northern Virginia. Everyone who's been in this segment of public service 
for their careers will tell you our guys are just falling off of a cliff after graduation. Well, they don't have that sense of purpose. And when you don't have that sense of purpose, like what's left, right? It's like the noisy wheel gets the oil. Mm -hmm. So we have to advocate for those that can't advocate for themselves. Yes. That's our jobs as humans. That's right. And there are two big things that we all have to advocate for. Transportation, because if you can't get there, you can't engage and universal design. Let's say you can get there, but an unnamed shopping center in Northern Virginia, which is next to an apartment that's advertised as a great place for our guys to go and live. Mm -hmm. Sure, they have curb cutouts, Mm -hmm. but some genius put concrete planters in front of the curb cutouts. You know, (laughs) it's just crazy. Now, so those, those are the two biggest things. And then of course, funding. So I have to talk about funding when it comes to Spark. All of our guys are either on the Medicaid waiver or the Medicaid Mm -hmm. waiver wait list. In Fairfax and Arlington, if you're on the wait list, you do have access to a bucket of money um, through SDS. But everybody has minimal resources, even if they can get refunded. So We only charge one-third of our actual cost, and we have nine people who come completely for free. What that means for Spark is we have to raise $11,000 per month, month after month, year after year, at a minimum, just to keep our doors open. Right. And what is it, like 1% doesn't go... What was what were the numbers on that? Oh, so our administrative rate yeah. is 2%. So wow. $0.98 cents of every dollar donated goes straight to program. Some Which is extremely will, rare. It's very rare, yeah. yes. <laughs> I'm cheap. <laughs> or fiscally responsible. I don't know if Bill would agree with that. <laughs> I think fiscally responsible. We're very careful with our money, you know. Oh, well... Amazing organizations like the Social Collectives help us. So the Arts Drive that you guys did filled our art cabinet. Arts and Crafts is a huge part of our day. And when I brought all those supplies, first I went to Reston and Candace Duggar, who runs the Kids Academy, donated these amazing watercolor kits. They have Braille and raised edges. Oh, wow. So wow. people who are oh blind can do watercolors. Oh, my gosh. And Donna's daughter was there. She's quadriplegic, blind, and nonverbal. And I pulled this out, and I handed it to Donna, and she put Kristen's hands on oh it. Gosh. Oh, my gosh. I wish you guys had been there. It was such a magical moment because that's what we do and, and anything that's assistive technology or supported mm-hmm. is way more expensive right. than, you know, your run-of-the-mill sets and crafts and furniture and everything. It was such an uplifting moment. We are so, so grateful 
to the social collective. And we're grateful for, you know, EDs like you, because it's rare to find an executive director that's so passionate about a cause, especially one that didn't find it. So that's saying a lot about you and the kind of person you are. And I know we, as a team, personally talk all the time about how much we love you and how glad we are that you're involved with us. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. And it's every time you speak about spark is the glow the sparkles that come to your eyes and just the passion of it that's what makes me love it even more and to hear your story it's just it's so amazing and debbie thank you so much for everything you do i mean oh we're criers it's okay we can cry i know i said i wasn't gonna cry after the last one but we're getting there this is our second episode where we can cry emotional um So Debbie, yeah, you're just so interesting and passionate. And when you talk about your husband and when you talk about Spark, you really do light up. And I feel that same passion about the social collectives that you feel about Spark. I mean, you you could just go for days. Like you really light up and you really get excited when you're talking about it. It's coming from your heart. And I'm just, it's refreshing to have you around to, to just share your passion. I want to be surrounded by passionate people. Mm-hmm. And so I appreciate you being here in this circle. So speaking of this, I'm kind of curious, why Spark? I know you had a different background. What were you doing before that? And why did you choose Spark as your next adventure? So Spark really found me. I started my my nonprofit career at Fairfax County. Mm-hmm. I worked for the Office of Public-Private Partnerships. And after I left there, I uh, worked for a private foundation where I got to give away money. That was so nice. That was fun. <laughs> it's always fun being the one giving oh, the money. those days. <laughs> Not really. And then I was recruited by Connie Covington, who had been with Rainbow Therapeutic Riding Center forever. She was chairman of the board. And they had a, a license agreement to build a permanent home in Prince William County. So... Thanks to Connie's great leadership and our phenomenal board, we built an amazing center. And I always said to my kids, next to you, this is the best thing I've ever done. But unfortunately, sometimes when you work for a tiny nonprofit, you know, I I wasn't earning enough to send my kids to college. So I um, went to work for another great organization, a school for youth with behavioral health needs. And then COVID hit and our department was um, shut down. Well, Nancy Mercer had been the CEO at the ARC and then at Phillips, and she was chairman of the board of Spark. So four days later, she offered me a job as the executive director of Spark (laughs) because Donna was retiring. And yeah, so I started on January 1st, and I really feel honestly like I've spent my whole life preparing for Spark. It's, it's such an amazing organization. When you meet our guys, they are truly the most genuine human beings you've ever met. And they're my paycheck. They Aww. just, you know, I love them. They're my family. Yeah. Joy is your currency. Yes. Oh, yeah. Completely. I need so, a t-shirt with I that. know. I need that t-shirt too. <laughs> well, you have an upcoming event. Yeah. Super so can you tell about us about the Bullathon? Absolutely. So November 5th is our second annual Bullathon. It's going to be at Bull America in Falls Church. Our first was at Burke, and we had 143 people attend, filled every lane. 
Bowl America at Falls Church is bigger, so we can have up to 170 people. Oh, Come on, social collectives. <laughs> we will <laughs> be there. <laughs> you can register on our website if um, people want to do a sponsored team. We do need their pledge before September 30th, so their logo can go on our Ten fabulous days, T-shirt. Move fast. Um, <laughs> we also have a silent auction, and uh, everything sold out like crazy at our first silent auction. It's a really fun day. You don't need to know how to bowl because, you know, my guys are all bowling. We've got ramps. We've got bumpers. Yay. Um, I need both. I can get strikes. <laughs> I know. Now oh, I can do I need bumpers and then <laughs> It's so much fun. The plumbing doctor came last year and they had two lanes. Those guys, we voted them the people having the most fun. And I was just talking to Tracy over email. I was like, you guys got to reclaim your, you know, right. tagline. And uh, they signed up this morning. It's really an amazing, amazing event. Last year, Supervisor John Faust came. This year, Delegate Marcus Simon will be there. We really, truly are grateful to Fairfax and Arlington mm-hmm. County. I can't say enough about how supportive our jurisdictions are. But the Bullathon is November 5th, so go to our website, www.sparksolutions.org. Sign up today. Reach out to me if you'd like to donate an auction item. This is our biggest fundraiser, and uh, we really rely on it to um, keep our doors open. Yeah. No, we're, we're signing up for two for teams. For sure. Well, since you said the who, the plumbing doctors, and I own Artisan Plumbing, you I'm going to have to be competitive. Is it a I bowl like on? Yeah. I'm <laughs> signing our team up too, and we're going to take them down. I don't care how good they are. <laughs> so we're signing it's up on. as Artisan Plumbing? No, no Artisan Plumbing. plumbing. <laughs> we have, uh, there's going to be a lot of us there. You will not be able to get rid of us. No, I'm trained. I'm going to, I'm competitive mm-hmm. and I'm well-trained. So they're going down, just so you know, uh, Plumbing Doctors, it's on. <laughs> Since she's competitive, I'm not on your team. I'll, I'll <laughs> I know, she's going to kick all of us out. You guys are not good. Go the gauntlet there. has been thrown. Okay, so also, I want to do some personal information. I know, I'm really excited about this part because Debbie is full of surprises. So what I would like to ask you is how did you meet your man? Ooh. Well, who is he? And like, who I think, is he? Like, yeah, I don't think a lot of people know. So... Bill and I have been married now for 33 years, and he's just the most remarkable human being you could ever Aww. hope to meet. Um, yes, he was a congressman for 24 years from the 1st Congressional District in Arkansas, and uh, we met on Capitol Hill. Um, my first job out of college was on the Mondale campaign, and then I went to work for a small lobbying mm-hmm. shop. A tax lobbyist who put me on Dick Gephardt's presidential campaign dinner committee. And I had met Bill maybe a week before we all got together and we were signing members of Congress to everyone's table. And I was like, oh, I just met Bill Alexander. Put him at our table. <laughs> oh, <Oops>. yeah. <laughs> wait, wait. Let me just say, you guys have to Google him. He was a hottie. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I would put him in my table, too. <laughs> He is as kind and genuine and wonderful as he is definitely cute. He has the cutest (laughs) smile on the face of the earth. Anyway, so he came and everyone was having a great time. And we decided to continue the party at Machiavelli's, a little pizza joint on the Senate side of the hill. So John, my boss, had had given me a ride there. And he turned to Bill and he said, can you give Debbie a ride? 
And he was like, sure. So we went off and we got this big table expecting like 20 people to come and nobody showed up. But that's okay. So Bill was, I mean, he's an amazing man. He's one. Of, he was one of the world's top scuba divers. So the environment and energy were really mm-hmm. important to him. Not many people know that a lot of our ocean protection laws were drafted and sponsored by Bill. Energy was another huge issue for him. And we started talking about alternative fuels. When I was in college, um, I had an internship with the Christian Broadcast House, and we had done a series of shows on alcohol fuel patents for automobiles. And so we were talking about that, and we had a great time. So the next morning, I was back at the office, and I was like, oh, yeah, I met Congressman Alexander, and we were talking about alternative fuels. Well, the Renewable Fuels Association were our friends and across the hall, and they're like, we have this report. We've been trying to get to him. (laughs) Can you send it to him? I was like, sure. So they took their cover off, and they put a new cover on. It said, report prepared for Debbie. (laughs) And we sent it by messenger up to the Hill. Well, a couple weeks later, his secretary called and said, Congressman was very impressed with your report, and he'd like to take you out to lunch to discuss it. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I'm a real lobbyist now. <laughs> Mission accomplished. Yeah. So Nancy George, who was a lobbyist in our suite, she uh, and her husband knew Bill really well, and she goes, oh, the Silver Fox is not interested in your alternative <laughs> fuels report. So she she brought in this beautiful David Hay suit, and she got me all dressed up and... Bill picked me up, and we went to La Rive Gauche, a little French restaurant, and mm-hmm. had the most lovely lunch, and we've been together ever since. Aww. <laughs> he really is a silver fox. Silver fox. All right. And you said he was the mo- one, of the mo- one of the most eligible bachelors at I that time. I did not know that until after we were married, but... Yeah, he's, Go he's Debbie. a remarkable <laughs> Okay, I think the lesson here for all you single ladies is alternative fuel is the foreplay. <laughs> Google it. It's a very sexy subject. <laughs> sounds like it. It worked for you. It was fate. <laughs> so can you tell us one story, your favorite story about Bill? I know there's a billion So tell us one. Okay. My all-time, there's so many, but (laughs) one of my favorite stories is uh, Bill had quite the experience with Fidel Castro. Mm -hmm. So he had gone skiing before this trip. Ronald Reagan had sent him to Cuba to negotiate potential trade. Arkansas is one of the largest producers of rice in the United States of America, and Cubans like to eat rice. And (laughs) You know, it's unfortunate that a lot of American agricultural products, you know, they're, right. they need more markets. Sometimes farmers grow more than we can actually sell. And so an export can mean a right. lot to American farmers. So anyway, he'd gone skiing. And the last one of the day, he the U.S. ski team was there. So maybe he was showing off a little bit. <laughs> and uh, he went down, I don't know, double, triple, black diamond a ski run he should not have taken. Oh, no. And he broke his leg. So the ski patrol took him down to the doctor, and the doctor put it back into place. And then he said, so you want a hard cast or a wrap? And Bill goes, what's the difference? And the doctor said, well, if you wrap it, the girls don't have anything to sign and (laughs) apres ski. And he goes, well, I'm going scuba diving, so put on the wrap. So then he goes off to Cuba, and he and President Castro were diving along with, you know, a lot of other people. 
And later on, they were on the deck of his boat, and he came up to him and he said, Congressman, I do not believe your leg is broken. (laughs) And Bill said, well, Mr. President, the congressman is only diving 25 feet. 25 feet, I only need one fin. (laughs) And uh, Fidel Castro said, I like you. Strong men need strong drink of wiki. And so they started toasting, and they brought out the cigars, and uh, I believe further negotiations on rice trade, you know, commenced. (laughs) (laughs) I love that story. And Bill telling it was so awesome. Yeah, he tells it better than I do. No, (laughs) he did a great job, too. I mean, I can't stop smiling because it's a good story. <laughs> it's a great story. <laughs> no, that's he so has cool. so many. I mean, one of the things Bill did, um, he was chief deputy whip, and he just he was one of the most dedicated members of Congress that you can imagine. His district, you know, had a lot of poverty. He brought lots and lots of appropriations. He built highways. He brought water to so many towns. Wow. I don't think we realize, you know, that water is such a big issue in in a lot of small towns mm-hmm. across America, especially, you know, he's been out for 30 years, so a lot has changed. But Bill was really there for the little guy. You know, he that was his passion and purpose. He's you just can't meet a more genuine no, good human. His, his energy is so vibrant. Mm-hmm. You know, spending time with Bill was such an honor. When we had lunch with you guys, uh, I don't remember what the name of the restaurant was, do you? The lazy, lazy, lazy dog. dog. Okay. So the lazy, lazy dog, man, I just, I, I, he was on one side of the table. I was on the far side of the table and I immediately knew I needed to get over close to him. So I brought my chair over and pulled up next to him and that was it. Like just the most interesting man on the planet and, and you. So mm-hmm. one of the cool stories about Debbie is how did you pay your way through college? Not on a pole. It was not on a pole. I know. This is a bad teaser. (laughs) I was a disc jockey. Um, So I was at Jasper's in Greenbelt, um, Abbey Road, um, Deja Vu, Black Horse Tavern, Top of the Town. Um, I started out, do you want me to tell you how I got into it? Yeah. (laughs) So I went to George Mason University and I I was applying for a waitressing job at the Fairfax Holiday Inn, and I was sitting in the lounge area with the manager filling out all the paperwork, and they had a glass booth in the corner, and I had had a radio show my freshman year of college, so just to make small talk, I was like, oh, what kind of equipment do you have? And he was like, do you know how to spin records? (laughs) I was like, well, I had a radio show, and he was like, we fired our DJ last night. Can you start, like, in three hours? (laughs) And I was like, sure, you make more money as a DJ than, Mm -hmm. you know, as a waitress. And uh, it was funny, though, because my first night, I'm just, you know, playing music, and I'm looking down, and I'm chatting into the microphone, and I looked up and saw that everyone was looking at me, because I was used to radio where Mm -hmm. you don't see anyone, and I was like, oh, Oh, no. But I got over it. <laughs> so tell That's us amazing. a story. Who? What was the? Was it? What was the name of the boxer that wanted to oh, hang out with you? Oh, oh, I haven't heard this one. Oh no, I can't remember. I. Ooh, what was his name? One. It was one of those famous boxers from famous, famous. The 80s. One of the best. One of the nicest men. So I'll tell the story, and uh, his name will come to me. 
He was a young man, and his father had diabetes, and he was boxing in high school and real Sugar Ray Leonard. He was doing really, really well, wanted to go to college, but his dad didn't have health insurance. So he forego school and, you know, went on to be one of the greatest boxers of all time in order to pay for his dad's medical bills. Anyway, he loved to come to Jasper's, and... Bill will tell you I know nothing about sports. That's just not my thing. And <laughs> I surely don't know anything about boxing. So anyway, this man comes up to my booth and he was like, oh, you know, I really like your music. I'd like to offer you tickets to the upcoming boxing match. And the owner of Jasper's was standing behind him and he was really happy. And I was like, oh, no, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't like boxing. It's kind of an animalistic sport. <laughs> And the owner was like five shades of pale, and then he turned blue with anger. <laughs> and uh, he said, "That's okay. You don't have to be my fan. I still, you're still my favorite DJ." Aww. And then I found out who I had said no to, and I was totally mortified. <laughs> if I could go back in time and say, "Yes, yes, yes, yes," thank you so much. That's amazing, though. We all make our mistakes. No, I think the cool part is that you said no, so yeah, that's even exactly. better story. It is. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh. Got to be. Better. Better informed about sports in my next life. (laughs) So thank you for sharing the story with us. And thank you for sharing about Spark because the best part in my life right now is getting to know the community and the different charities and people like you. And I just am so thankful for that. It's a blessing to be able to, to know you. And thank you for sharing all of that because your stories are phenomenal. We love spending time with you. Oh my gosh, yes. Seriously, the most interesting couple on the planet. So I think what we're going to do next is we're going to talk about events. What do we have on the calendar of events? All right. Yes. Leslie here for your (laughs) events. (laughs) All right. Well, first, can I say we've had an amazing month. September has been... Unreally. I'm exhausted, but it's been amazing. So how are we going to end up the month? We're going to end it with a bang. So (laughs) we have uh, Jefferson Coffee up next at the Charles Washington Hall on uh, September 27th. Our coffees are from 10 to 12. And then we've got two happy hours coming up. So we've got the Berkeley happy hour at the Black Draft Distillery. By the way, whoever wants to venture out to Berkeley County or whoever is in Berkeley County, that brewery looks amazing. Like, it is stunning. We're going to have to go. We're going to have to go. And you know I'm a beer girl, so... So that's on September 29th uh, from 5 to 8. They're also raising funds for the Boys and Girls Club of the Eastern Panhandle, and they're just crushing it. Oh, yeah. And then the second annual Zombie Happy Hour, which I know we've talked a lot about because we're just so excited. And that's also on September 29th at the Hamilton Station Gastro Pub. And, of course, this is for Jay Saunders with the Ithaca series and also part of the proceeds will go to Veterans Moving Forward. So we love our veterans. And then October 7th, the second annual Women's Summit. I I think it's sold out. I don't want to say it's sold out because I haven't heard the word, but it can't hurt to reach out. Absolutely. The CEO Women's Summit with Tina Johnson. It's going to be an all day event, but you've got some powerful people Mm -hmm. there. Some really great information. Including us. Including (laughs) us. It's actually a lot of collective members (laughs) that are speaking too. Well, it was an honor because um, Tina Johnson and Kathy Hogue reached out and they asked if we would be a partner with the summit. And I was just so honored and flattered because 
you know, to be included in something like that really mm-hmm. elevates us because they're, they're amazing. I, I was just completely floored that they asked. And of course my answer was immediately, yeah, how can exactly. we help? Well, again, for everyone, if you want to see our upcoming events, just head over to our website, the socialcollectives.org and you can see our event calendar. So we're already starting to put up some stuff for October. We've got some awesome things planned out for October, but not that I'm counting. We have less than a hundred days <laughs> to Christmas. She's totally but counting. Don't forget November. We have the Bullathon. Yeah. The, yes. Sure. November 5th, the Bullathon. But we are ramping up, guys. We are in full planning mode for our Christmas tea. I cannot wait. And there's going to be four Christmas teas this year. Oh my God. Four collective <laughs> Christmas teas. And I will be at each one Probably of them. Probably with a Santa hat on. With a different well, one, I'll be an elf, the other Santa, the reindeer. I don't okay. know, if, but I'm excited. If nobody already knows, you will know that Leslie has vomited Christmas everywhere. Like, she, do you still have your tree up from last year or no? I wish, but it was real. So, fire hazard. I can't. <laughs> So yeah, Christmas shout out to Michael Wakefield. So, oh wait, we're do, we'll, we'll do that later. Are we going to do that? <laughs> yeah, we're totally doing the shout outs because that's nice. Can we do we're, that? Are we done with events? Are we done with events? <laughs> we're done with events. Awesome. Go so it. go for it. You can Nailed start. it. First try. <laughs> okay. So I want to shout out Michael Wakefield with Wakefield Law. Michael Wakefield and his firm just signed up to be $5,000 sponsors for the Christmas tea And that money will be benefiting Echo. So we thank you, Michael Wakefield and team. Michael Wakefield does estate planning and wills and trusts. He also works for us at Artisan Plumbing. He is our bill collector. Unfortunately, when businesses get to the point that they can't get a response and there's no communication, you have no choice but to send those invoices over to an attorney. We send them to Michael Wakefield and we have never, ever not gotten paid. So we've referred over 35 clients to Michael Wakefield and they are extremely happy. So thank you, Michael Wakefield for being awesome. Somebody we can trust to help us out when we have no other alternative. That's my shout out. That's he a also good helps shot. us answer questions when we are signing leases and don't know what we're doing. <laughs> so definitely backing up that shout out. Hooray for Michael, <laughs> the man of the hour. All right, Leslie. Me? No, Alina, you go. Not fair. (laughs) Okay, so my shout out is for Emerald at KA Contractors. Oh, good one. Because we just had water damage in our house and she came out to do an estimate with her adorable teenager daughter who wants to be an architect. And I just loved how her daughter was taking notes and... Oh, interior designer, sorry. And taking pictures and helping her mom. But it's such literally a family-owned business. Her husband trained her to like take measurements and all of this because he's so busy, he doesn't have the time. And they came on a Friday night to do this. And I'm beyond excited to work with them. And they were just so open to everything, including us wanting to use specific vendors for specific things, but also support people in the collectives and how they want to grow their businesses and help us grow. Yeah, I love them. Well, I love her. She's, she's always amazing. Up. Yeah. And, and then to be like full throttle with, with her daughter there, mm-hmm. you know, some parents are like, Oh my gosh, I just, I'm trying to get things done. Right. But she's like, no, no, let's do this. It let's was take amazing. notes. I love that so much. So I, I think I could, um, 
You know, I love her sister, Leticia, with uh, mm-hmm. JDM. But today I had someone in mind. So I'm going to shout out Kelly Rogan. Uh, we yay! just had, I just had, not we, I did. <laughs> I had lunch with her. <laughs> we're not competitive <laughs> no, at We're all. not competitive. <laughs> she reached out to me. <laughs> um, and then Lisa, you were with her yesterday at her new space that she's opening for her school. Schooled. Schooled. It's yes. called schooled. S-K-O-O-L-E-D. I mean, how cool is that? It's I, her new tutoring business, and she'll be at the Dulles Town Center Mall right across from the new the Great, Great Escape. Escape. Oh, my gosh. I mean, I'm so excited for her to, one, have this amazing space where she can get more children in mm-hmm. for tutoring, and then she's got big goals, and I'm just – I'm I'm – all for it. I'm waiting for it because my son definitely needs her. And I know. I was I'm, thinking the same thing yeah, about mine. A hundred percent. My son needs it. So I'm very excited oh, for I her. I just have to say, last night I was with Jessica Park and Kelly Rogan at her new location, which will be schooled. It's a tutoring business for children with dyslexia and other learning difficulties. So she will be opening that up, but it was really so amazing to see her with her two daughters. So she's a single mom and they were in this space and they were eating their Chick-fil-A. They were eating their dinner in the space as we took measurements and looked around and we're deciding on paint colors and logos and things like that. And her daughters were so proud of her. I mean, I didn't want to even take pictures because it was such a special moment. I didn't even want to interrupt it with a picture, you know. So, but it was so beautiful. And they were just exploring and running around and every inch of it. They were so proud of their mom and they had so many questions. And Kelly was so proud of herself. And I just, I was so proud of all of them. It was beautiful. Yeah, we definitely all are proud. And not only is she incredibly smart, she is freaking gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Right. She's single. <laughs> I'm the married. The collective dating, okay. dating okay. academy Kelly, coming soon. <laughs> Kelly, alternative fuels. <laughs> you know Take she's notes listening from right Debbie. Now. Okay. Science it. <laughs> All right, Debbie. Okay, so my, my shout out is for Adam Wingo out on a tree limb tree service. Ooh. I met Adam through the last coffee, and he's putting together a team for the Bolathon. And he came up with this really cool twist. He's reached out to his friend group to sponsor him. His nickname is Ace because apparently he's Ooh. a ringer. If you're competitive, don't bowl next to him. Just a little word to the wise. Wrong aisle. Oh, well, now I am. Wrong lady. So anyway, he posted on Facebook, apparently there's a total of 120 pins that can be knocked down during a bowl-a-thon, and he's asking his friends to sponsor him per pin that he knocks down. A minimum of 10 cents up to whatever. One guy said, I know that you'll knock them all down. Here's my 40 bucks. (laughs) I'm not risking it. But isn't that a cool idea? It's so a very cool idea. If wants to replicate that. I but- feel like the collective should. Let's do it. Guys, come on. We're doing this. Okay. Five cents, 10 cents. I'm competitive. So it's a, it's a 20 cent minimum per pin. And then you can go wherever you want with that. <laughs> so don't have me bowl because I have to put mine for a dollar minimum because I don't hit pins. 
<laughs> if I had the bumpers you up, will, maybe. because the bumpers will be up. <laughs> just go. don't mention You'll the bumpers when you get your money. Okay. <laughs> I, mean, it's I think we just did. Cause. <laughs> it's a good cause, people. It's okay for the bumpers. <laughs> okay. I get it. I like it. Okay. So what else do we have, ladies? Anything else that we want to talk about? Well, I'm excited about the spring bubbles and diamonds. I mean, that's an important thing we haven't discussed. Okay. Champagne. Can I, can I, can I yeah, say this? Yeah, of yeah. course. Okay. So, so <laughs> that's why we're looking at you. Okay. <laughs> Look at her face. She's like smiling. Okay, so Debbie Alexander, who's a queen, we all mm-hmm. are, but she's like a major queen. <laughs> so she gave us this amazing idea on bubbles and bling. Mm-hmm. And we're going to do it in February. And we haven't asked yet, but we're going to try to get an, I'm not going to say who, but we're going to get an amazing venue. And we're going to have a hundred champagne flutes and we're going to have them etched in with the first annual bubbles and bling event. And then it's going Yay. to be, we're, we already have hunt country jewelers who is going to donate a half carat diamond. And then we're going to have one half carat diamond in one of the champagne flutes. And then we're going to have half carat cubic zirconias in the other 99. So we're going to have a beautiful event. We're going to have live music. We're going to have champagne and charcuterie, and we're going to have spark to be our beneficiary and spark. It makes sense. Sparkles, right? Oh, and so we're going to have Debbie come and speak to us about spark. It's going to be amazing. We're hoping to rate to raise $10,000 and it will be a beautiful event. So it's a hundred dollars a flute to enter and to have an amazing event to support a beautiful charity and to possibly win a diamond, which you can have set into anything you want at Hunt Country Jewelers. Um, I, I need to that. save money for this because I feel like I want to win the diamond. Just a. Uh, Buy all the flutes. I know, right? I'm like, can I just pay the 10000 Yeah. So if you're out there and you're ready to get engaged, but you just haven't saved up enough money yet. Start saving. A hundred bucks. Like, take your chances. You never know. So, okay. And CZs are also gorgeous. Yeah. Gorgeous. I need to tell you that our guys call themselves Sparkles. Oh, it's meant to it be. It was meant to be. Well, we're going to have to have sparklers, too. If this is an evening event... Oh my gosh. <gasps> That'd be gorgeous. Yes. We can make this so much fun and so beautiful. And I feel like Jenny Goff can come with her reels. Oh, and do oh my gosh. The yes. queen. Speaking the of queen. queens, we're just surrounded by many queens. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's who we like, right? So, and <laughs> we have a couple women. of kings out here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, Aaron Chef Chick. Okay. <laughs> so, I think He's that's our guitar it. king. Can we think of anything else, ladies? No, I think. That. Oh, I can think of something. Oh, was this happy a trick question? Happy birthday <laughs> to you. Oh, happy, come on, do up, ladies. Happy birthday do-wop. to you, do-wop. Alina. Do-wop. Do-wop. Happy do-wop. birthday, dear do-wop. Alina. Wow. Happy birthday to you. Dang, We're your singing contract. You guys, thank you. And can I just say, I woke up this morning and just looking at all the posts and the collectives and what everyone had posted and all the texts, like I was more excited to hear from the collectives than I was to hear from my family. And that's saying something. (laughs) So thank you so much for all the amazing messages and 
for appreciating everything that we do. But I really, I love you guys and I love the social collectives and I'm so grateful I get to spend every day with my best Back friends. At you. We feel the same. I know. We way. love you and thank you for everything you do for us and oh. keep us sane. <laughs> and listen to me. We got you. My crazy self vent <laughs> when yeah. I turn into my alter ego person. Brittany. <laughs> yeah, we know. <laughs> but And also shout out to Jenny Goff because we will be heading over to her house after this. She is hosting the party for Ooh. Alina. I believe there will be a golf cart involved. Oh, I'm oh, so. Isn't, doesn't the golf cart have a name though? It's Betty. 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 Yes, right. I'm really excited to meet the pink Betty. So golf pink. Cart. She has a pink golf cart, and we're going to be doing some fun birthday tours in the golf Ooh. cart. I believe we're going to have a um, tattoo station, Ooh. and we're Fake going tattoos. to have. <laughs> Oh, you mean we're not all getting matching butterfly tattoos today? That's I don't know. Exactly Anything what I wanted with my Lisa. We are. We are. And we're right going to have hearts. I know, a right? sound bowl. So we're going to have a sound bowl where we all sit around the sound bowl and we're going to do our, our best intentions and wishes for Alina for the rest of the So year. does this mean I don't have to act surprised? <laughs> Do not have to act surprised. I was I'm trying really to be cool about it. your birthday. I'm like, I thought this was a surprise, but apparently, cash out no, of the bag. There's no secrets here. <laughs> Between us, it's not possible. The venue changed three times, and so it's no surprise. So I think that's it, you guys. Yeah. Thank you so much, Debbie Thank Alexander, you, Debbie. for sharing with us. You are absolutely amazing and we look forward to partying with you later in the yeah. golf cart <laughs> stay tuned next week we'll be uh, telling you all about the party <laughs> okay thank you guys so, so go, go out. out so go out love it bye